This episode brought to you by Samaritan Village and Tomas Lares, founder of United Abolitionists. You've just joined In the Stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul, where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded, he waits to hold this sacred space just for you. Welcome back to In the Stillness with Don Strobeck. Today we're going to kind of talk about a pretty tough topic for some. It's embracing pain. Embracing the pain that disciplines. What does it mean to do that, to embrace pain? To let it train you, grow you, change you? What does it mean then to release that pain when the job is done? Henry Nouwen, a priest, a Catholic priest, and a well-loved author says, when we become aware that we do not have to escape our pain, but that we can mobilize it into a common search for life, those very pains are transformed from expressions of despair into signs of hope. The Lord tells us to not be surprised at fiery trials in 1 Peter, that we're going to go through them. Instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering. And in Hebrews, the message version of this scripture says, my dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. The child he embraces, he also corrects. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as his dear child. C.S. Lewis says that pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our consciences, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. All of humanity has and will experience pain from time to time. Pain comes in all forms, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical. We can suffer from deep rejection or abandonment spiritual separation or abuse, a host of physical ailments or abuses, or mental challenges. People who are unable to see pain as a necessary part of life die to it on the inside year after year. The act of trying to escape it keeps them running in circles. It actually steals their joy and robs them of energy. It begins to make life one big chore to be worked rather than adventures to be had. It becomes a burden too heavy to carry. Pain is also a form of God's discipline and punishment. Now, I know I'm not supposed to say that word. I mean, that word punishment. After all, in recent years, we have been conditioned to believe that discipline or punishment 
is unloving or unkind rather than God's gracious, loving redirection. But for me, I feel like this is just simply not true. I use that message translation above because it replaces the word punishment with training. It's a softer word, and almost all the other versions of the Bible, though, use the word punishment. And while I thought that it would seem so much more palpable to our culture, the truth is that punishment is a part of training. We can use a different word, but we can't escape the discipline. I can't make that better. It's just plain uncomfortable. Let's face it. Discipline and training create pain, and that is uncomfortable. When a loving earthly father punishes his child or disciplines his child or trains his child for being willfully disobedient, it is his great love for his child that causes him to stay engaged and do the hard work. Why then do we seem to think that our Heavenly Father disciplines for any other reason except for our good? It's because he loves us. We have begun to see him through worldly eyes when we can't believe that. Our Father uses discipline to grow us. Many today want to believe that discipline is a negative thing, but every time I've grown, it's been after a time of wilderness. And for me, wilderness is just another word that means discipline. It's a time where things are being reevaluated, where things are uncomfortable, where things are hard. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he will discipline those he loves, even if it's culturally unpopular. Not embracing this pain can also keep you quite distant from the pain of others in your life as, as they're experiencing some hardship. And then we'll begin to disconnect from them in their hour of need. You may physically be there, I'll be there for you. But if you are a person who doesn't embrace your own pain, you cannot embrace the pain of others. When we share our pain with one another, our spirits are lifted and joined as we open up this pain, God is let into the deeper recesses of our hearts and he heals. His truth begins to penetrate our being and we begin to feel deep joy and connection. Embracing pain will feel like submission, like giving up. Well, because it is. It is giving up all the heartache to God and maybe to his image bearers too for healing and intimacy. It is giving up our way for his way and his way is better. Some of the reasons we get stuck is that we don't want to face some part of the pain. Maybe we're too proud or too self-sufficient, or we feel like it, it feels like we're giving up control, or we think we will just be overtaken by the pain. Some people have 
fears that they'll never come out of it. They'll never come out of the pain. That it will take over and they will become completely engulfed by it. And this may happen for a season, for a moment. But God will never leave you there. He will meet you. He has promised this. Pastor Joseph Prince says, submission brings on God's favor. When you submit to him in your pain out of obedience, you will see the kingdom. This submitting to this brings freedom in Christ and fellowship with the Holy Spirit and the church. Sometimes when I experience a great loss, I can't seem to let go of the pain. I kind of hang on to it for dear life, hoping that if I hang on tight enough and big enough, my situation will change. I seem to bond with the pain so I don't have to face the true loss and then let it go. It took me forever to figure out that I was doing that because I thought the pain connected me to the person I had lost. But the reality was I needed to move through the pain and let go. I had to face it. And then I had to let God really minister to me. And then I come out of that feeling more joy, more wholeness, more freedom. I'm just going to read this over you for just a moment as if the Lord is speaking. Just close your eyes, maybe take a deep breath. My tender one, you are worth all the pain. You do not suffer ever alone. I suffer with you. I wish I could make this go away, but if I did, then I would not be working for your greater good. I am a good father and mother and friend. I discipline because you need it. And I love you enough to want what is best for you. You need my love in that form sometimes. I assure you that my love for you will carry on. And I will not let your suffering consume you if you come to me. Come to me. Let me carry it with you.